Good day, everyone. You're listening to Time for Your Hobby, and this is episode 28 of the Chit Chat Owl. I'm your host, Alex, and today I have the honor to have Jameson as my guest on the show. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, keep working on the podcast, and of course, you're a fellow podcaster, and that's why you're here today to talk about your hobby, which is podcasting, right? That's correct. But before we start to talk about that, people might want to know who is Jameson? Yeah, so my name is Jameson. Um, I'm from Fort Collins, Colorado, so most people don't know where that is, but it's about 60 miles north of Denver and just about 30 miles south of the uh, Wyoming border. Born and raised in Colorado, lived out here all my life. I'm an avid outdoorsman. You know, I do lots of hunting, camping, hiking, fishing, all that kind of fun stuff. But then, yeah, just a couple of years ago, I started getting into podcast and then it's just kind of started to become a hobby ever since then. And what is your podcast name? It's called The Owl Podcast. So we called it that because a buddy of mine that I do this show with, he's got a big owl tattoo on his leg. So he's always kind of been fond of owls. And I've always just thought that owls are cool as well. So we just decided to call it the Owl Podcast, even though it really has nothing to do with owls. So did you go through a process where you went through a bunch of different names or you knew it was going to be called Owl from the beginning? No, we went through uh, probably two, three days of just kind of trying to figure out different names. And none of them really uh, felt like a great podcast name. So and then. I suggested, well, hey, how about the owl? And you're like, yeah, that sounds great. Let's do that. So, I mean, we had a couple other ones. I can't really remember what they were right now, but they were kind of centered around like politics and things like that, because that's what a lot of our show focuses around. But um, we couldn't really find anything that we both really agreed on until we came up with that. So, no, it's a great name. I love it. It's very calm. When you think of an owl, you think calm and like a 360 view kind of thing, just always looking around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Now, how did you get introduced to podcasting? So uh, my co-host, Jerry, I can thank him for that because uh, he and I have always, you know, had just really good conversations over the years and we'd be talking and I was going to be like, oh, dude, there's this podcast you have to listen to and it'd be pretty relevant to whatever conversation we were talking about. And for a while there, I was like, I don't have time for podcast. And then uh, one day I was just working and had some free time. So I turned on the podcast, one of the ones that he suggested. And I was like, yeah. This is a lot of fun. And it just has kind of became a hobby since then. There's been several different podcasts that I've started listening to that I'm big fans of. And I listen to almost like religiously, some would say. And uh, it's just kind of been an obsession ever since then. So your own podcast, is it based or has inspirations from other podcast series? Yeah. So my favorite podcaster is definitely Joe Rogan. So he's probably who I listen to 90% of the time. And what I like about Joe Rogan is that he doesn't really have like one particular thing he sticks to. He's really smart. He's really well-read and he's really good at just talking to anybody and he'll have anybody on his show, which I really like too. So he has everything from politicians to MMA fighters, comedians, um, authors, you name it. And he's got them on their show, which is, I think, really cool. So you get a wide variety with what you listen to with him. I mean, no show is the same really. So that's kind of what I like about him. So that's kind of what we try to base ours off of as well. I mean, we'll talk about a lot of different things. Like I said, a lot of it centers around politics, but not all of it. We've had a few different shows that have uh, focused on some other things, but we just kind of like to talk about whatever. And we're kind of the same boat. Like we'll have anybody on, we'll talk about whatever, you know, and we'll, we feel like we got a wide range of knowledge so we can talk about a whole wide range of different things as well. So. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. That's kind of like the same path I'm taking with this podcast series where I talk about podcasting, uh, let's say pole dancing from one of my episodes or cutting <laughs> meat. Yeah, so it just goes all over. But it's it's great experience for us because we get to learn more and we have interesting conversations. 
Yeah, exactly. Like I listened to a couple of your episodes before I uh, jumped on this, and I really liked the one about cigars because I didn't realize there was so much in-depth stuff that you can listen to about cigars. I was like, oh, wow. Like he, he was able to do an entire hour on cigars, and I learned a lot from it. So it was really cool. Yeah, if people are passionate, they will talk. And that's why I have you on here today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You were choosing topics for your podcast. How did you end up choosing the topic you chose? Was it just based like Joe Rogan? You're like, you know what? That's exactly what I want to do. Or you were just diddle daddling, trying to figure it out. Yeah. So the reason we chose what we did is um, one day I was listening to an episode of Joe Rogan and it was just such a good episode. And um, I was just really feeling it, really into it. And uh, at the end of it, I was like, you know what? I definitely want to do my own podcast. So I reached out to Jerry and uh, I said, hey, you know, Maybe you're interested in doing a podcast and he must've been on the same wavelength that I was. Cause he reached out back to me immediately. And he's like, yeah. And he gave me just a list of different things that he'd been thinking about. And there were a lot of different things that I'd been thinking about as well. So I was like, yeah, let's definitely talk about those. So we don't, like I said, really have a set topic. We just, like I said, a lot of it does focus around politics, but we've done other things, but we feel something and we just decide to talk about it. You know, if something's on our mind, that's what we decide what that episode is going to be about. And you guys make it work. I, I love your podcast. It's, it's very well, calming. It's when I ever listen to it, is I feel like I have to do something very calm and relaxing while I'm doing it. But I do enjoy. It. That's my style of podcast. No, oh, good. Well, we're happy you like to listen to it. On a personal level, what would you say is the best part about podcasting for you? So the best part about podcasting is it kind of focuses me on really learning and giving good content. So what I mean by that is a couple of the people that I have on the podcast pretty frequently, Jerry, uh, my buddy, Willie, um, Jerry's fiance, Kelly, they're some of the smartest people that I know. So whenever we do have a conversation, I feel like I really have to bring my A game and it really forces me to study. It really forces me to read and to just kind of dive into a subject. And what I like about that as well is it then also forces me to make my own opinion. And I'm not just going to listen to somebody else and then just kind of be like, well, this is what this person said. You know, I can listen to them and then it lets me to start form my own opinion. So that way when I go and I start talking about a subject, I can be like, this is my opinion and I'm willing to defend it. And then the other thing I like about it is it's kind of like, if I'm going to go ahead and make something and release it out there onto the internet and request people to listen to it, I want to make sure that if it's an hour, two hours or something like that, it's something that's worth their time as well. So it's forcing me to do something creative and just something that people want to listen to. And that they'll want to spend that hour or two hours listening to when they could be easily doing things like hanging out with their family, doing one of their hobbies, something like that. So it's just kind of forced me to try to bring the best out of myself, which I really like. So basically, you want to give back to the community. You don't want to just make a podcast of randomness. You want to actually give something where people can walk away and say, you know what? I learned something today, right? I would love that. I mean, if something that I put out there and, you know, changes an opinion or they learn something that they didn't know before or they're able to walk away from it with a different viewpoint, or if they're going to be, you know, willing to reach out to me and say, you know, like, I like what you did, but you missed out on these points and, you know, kind of get them involved with me or with the podcast community itself. It's, it's definitely a reward. I completely agree with you on that. And uh, so for you, when you do record, you prefer doing pre-recorded, not live, right? Yeah. Typically what we do is it's pre-recorded. Um, we'll go ahead and we'll, uh, we'll talk about things probably for a good solid hour before we actually start recording the episode and, you know, say, okay, let's talk about X, Y, and Z. We don't really come up with a whole bunch of questions because once we get the dialogue flowing, questions just start coming out. And like I said, for that solid hour before we even start recording, we're talking, we're going over different things. Um, we're just kind of 
getting it all organized before we even really dive into it. Okay, so you get it all organized. So improvising is not really something you would want to try or not try, but uh, something that you'd like to tackle as much as organization, right? You know, I feel like our podcasts definitely go a lot smoother if they're organized. Jerry and I are both actually pretty reserved people. So I feel like if we didn't have something prepared or organized, that it probably wouldn't go as smoothly and there'd probably be a lot more ums or ahs or just kind of those quiet, um, you know, ums and ahs moments where nobody really says anything. So I feel like having that organization definitely helps out. But when we bring on somebody like Willie or Kelly, they're a lot more vocal and they're a lot more, I don't have a lot more energy and they speak a lot more. So they can definitely kind of bring out that improvisation aspect of things, which is kind of nice. But those ones like between me and Jerry, we definitely have to do that organization beforehand. Whatever works for you is working great right now. So keep up the good work. And but yeah, a mixture of both. Like when you have you two are very reserved and when you have your other guests come on or your other co-hosts come on, they bring in some different energy, which isn't always bad, right? No, it's great. I love it. It's it always makes it a little bit more fun when you kind of get that that twist of energy or you just have something that's completely new and different that brings to the podcast as well. So it's like that Joe Rogan experience. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Now for your setup, what kind of equipment do you use? So I have what's called a uh, Zoom H1N recorder and um, costs about a hundred bucks. You can get it on Amazon. It works pretty great as far as like the recording aspect of things. And then the microphone that I'm using, it's a, a Samsung USB microphone, a little thing that you just clip right onto the top of your laptop. So far, it works pretty well. I haven't had any issues with it. It picks up everything. And sometimes I think it picks up a little bit too much because, for example, sometimes my dog will come running over. We can pick up like his breathing and things like that. But for the most part, it works great. And then I just have my laptop and kind of one of your typical headphones that you can just go down to like Walmart or Best Buy or something like that and pick up for 10, 15 bucks. And that does the trick. But Jerry out in uh, California, he uh, he's got a really nice like Bose headset that he uses and it seems to work really well for him. And then whenever Willie comes on, he's got a really nice pair of bows that he uses too. So, Is there anything you have on your wish list? So new equipment you'd like to buy in the future? You know, I would really love to get a, a new microphone, just something that's, like I said, doesn't pick up everything around me. Like for what I have right now, this will do just fine. And then it would be nice, I think, in the future to get like a little bit nicer laptop. But like I said, that's putting 20 bucks aside here and there. So eventually maybe a year or two down the road, I can actually afford those different things because podcasting equipment, unfortunately, is a little pricey. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree with you on that. Actually, one thing that I did find, I found a good deal on Amazon. It's uh, a newer mic. It's So it's N-E-W-E-E-R. I think that's what it's called. Newer mm-hmm. 700. And it's the microphone, the arm, the pop filter, and uh, the um, microphone holder. I think it's like the shock mount, all for $45. Oh, dang. That's actually really good. Which actually, I think, if in the states would be cheaper because I'm Canadian, so it's in forty five dollars Canadian, so it would actually be cheaper in the states. Oh, well, that's good for me because I'm in the states. So. so yeah, I'll send you the link over after this podcast, and I'll put it in the description below, so also the listeners can find it if they're ever interested. My main objective when I bought that was basically for the arm, the shock mount, the pop filter, and the the foam ball that goes on top. The microphone's good, but it sounds tingy like a tin. But for forty five dollars, it's a great deal. Yeah. And see, the microphone that I bought was probably right around that same price. So I spent a little extra time researching. I would have been probably able to find that. (laughs) Yeah. How much researching do you tend to do? Like, did you do before starting your podcast? Like, not just the episode, but like the whole thing. Yeah. So when Jerry and I first decided that we wanted to get this um, ball rolling, 
we probably spent, I don't know, easily a week to a week and a half just doing research as far as different applications that we wanted to use, different websites that we wanted to use, different um, recording devices and different uh, software for editing, things like that. And like I said, a solid week and a half before we finally found the things that we're like, we're really happy with. Our website is the thing that I've been happiest with the most. The company that we're using, that's called Fireside. And we, we looked at a lot of different places, but Fireside definitely had what we were looking for the most. And that one was probably what took us the longest to find because that's what's going to obviously get things uploaded onto our, our website and then on to things like iTunes and Stitcher and stuff like that. But it was definitely a solid week, week and a half of just research and finding things that worked best for us. So, How often do you work on your podcast? So let's say get the material to prepare for the interview or when you edit, what is the time frame? So when we originally started this, our hope was to have it be like a bi-weekly. So one episode every couple of weeks. And it started out that way and it worked great. But then um, Jerry and I were living in the same state at that time. But Jerry got a really great job out in California. So he ended up actually having to move out to California. And when that happened, um, things kind of took a little bit of a hiatus there for a while, just because he was getting set up with his new job, trying to find a new place to live out there, things like that. And then once he finally got all set up out there, uh, I had some vacations and stuff like that planned. So we had a little bit more of a break than we anticipated. But now that um, once the holidays and everything like that's all finished and you know New Year starts, we're going to try to go back to biweekly. So we're going to, we typically are going to try to do um, every Tuesday or excuse me, every other Tuesday will be a recording. And then every Thursday, we'll get together for about an hour to go ahead and set up like a schedule for the next week. And then we're going to set up about an hour on the weekends for editing and posting and things like that as well. And for editing, what is your editing pro uh, process? That's not a secret, but if it is, don't tell me. If it isn't, what is your usual process when it comes to editing? Typically, the first thing that I do is I listen to the podcast just like raw. So and then I'll keep a little notepad nearby and I'll just listen to the whole thing and I'll look for the different pauses, whether it be like you know, one of us had to run over to the restroom or the one thing that we do during our podcast is we drink. So we'll take a break every once in a while to go and grab a you know, new refreshment. So I'll listen for a lot of those breaks right there and I'll mark down what time that usually happens. And then once that I've listened to the entire podcast, there's also things I'm listening for, like the ums and the ahs to make it sound better and to make it sound more fluid. And then once I've listened to that entire thing, that's when I'll actually start the edit and I'll go through to the different times that I have marked, cut out those, like I said, different bathroom breaks or getting a new drink break or something like that. And that'll usually cut it down to about the size of the podcast usually is. And that's when I'll go once again through and I'll find the different little ums or ahs or like I said, my dog come running up to me or something like that and trying to breathe super heavily into the microphone and I'll get that edited out there as well. So your dog just wants to be in the podcast. You know, he's a very loving dog. What can I say? Hard to t uh, push him away when he's just wanting attention. So <laughs> I can't blame you. We have a dog too, and he always wants to be in the podcast and he just stares at us. Mm -hmm. Maybe one day we'll have an interview about Maybe his hobbies, which is chasing sticks. <laughs> <laughs> you have a few episodes out. How mm -hmm. did you ever delete older episodes saying, oh, that wasn't good enough? Or you're, you left your first episodes up online satisfied with it? I kind of like keeping them all up online just so I can kind of hear the progression of from our first episode to our most recent one. We only have, I think, seven episodes out currently. We have an eighth in production right now that we're doing. It's kind of nice. I listen to our first episode and then I'll listen to like, um, which I think is our best episode, or which was number five. And I kind of listen to the differences between them 
And it's just the fluidity of our conversation is much better. The research that we've done on the topics is much better. And it's just, it's turning into a better podcast. So I kind of enjoy having them all up there just so I can kind of listen to, like I said, that progression to see how we're changing. I do the exact same thing. I look back on older episodes. I'm like, oh, I could have done that. Uh, But you know what? The next one I'll do a lot better. Exactly. Would you consider yourself a perfectionist? A little bit. (laughs) So what I do for a living is property management. And that's kind of requires me to look for little imperfections in in the buildings and things like that. So I kind of take that aspect into podcasting as well. So when I am editing or doing a podcast or something like that, I try to have that perfectionist attitude with that as well. And it's just kind of rolls over into everything I do. Well, it comes in handy because it improves the quality and eventually you'll get more listeners and then they'll just love it for the content and the quality. That's the hope. Now, how did uh, podcasting turn you into the person you are today? Did it teach you to be more, let's say, patient or try to do more research or be more analytical? It's definitely forced me to do a lot more research. Like I said, the people that I do this with are some of the smartest people I know. And when they bring their A game, they're really bringing it. So it forces me to do that same thing. And like I said, I don't want to release something where it just isn't going to be worth the people's time. So it, it's changed me in the fact that I like to do my research a lot more than I did before. It's definitely opened up my mind on some of the conversations that we've had as well, as far as like, yeah, you know what? I am definitely a lot more pro free speech than I originally thought I was. And that's something now that I feel a lot more comfortable talking about, or I'm a lot more pro second amendment than I was previously before. And, and, you know, now I have a much stronger argument because of it and uh, because of this podcast and because of the research and things like that, that I did. So it's definitely forced me to, like I said, dive into a lot more research. And I feel more comfortable if somebody off the street were to come up to me and be like, Hey, let's have a spirited debate on such and such topic. And I'd be like, yeah, let's do. I mean, I definitely have a much more knowledge-based argument now versus like an emotional-based argument, which is kind of nice too. And it, it will only get better as you get older and you do this more and more. That's the hope. So like I said, one of the things that I really think is great about podcasting is it forces people to have conversations, which I think is a lost art. So I'm hoping that that's one of those things that will also just get better with time as well. Yeah, it's, it's a wonderful place where people can express themselves and it's so easy to learn new things. And whenever you have new guests on the show, such as yourself, I'm learning new things from you and I can hopefully apply it to my future episodes or even this episode here. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can take away a little something from everything, right? Exactly. Do you have any inspirations? I know Joe Rogan is your one of your biggest inspirations for podcasting, but do you have any other inspirations outside of podcasting? Let's say family members who encourage you to keep going or friends? Definitely my mom and my dad wouldn't be anywhere close to where I am today if it wasn't for them. They're just the best people you could possibly imagine. They're just very supportive. They encourage me to try to do different things, get out there, explore different things. And just, you know, they're like, hey, if you go out there and you try something new and you fail, that's fine. You know, just go out there and keep trying and just keep learning things. And they're just very encouraging people. So they're definitely inspirations. Plus, they're some of the most successful people I know. And they just, you know, they have great marriage. They have just, they're just great people. So I, I inspire to be like them when you know, when I'm hopefully their age, I'll hopefully be as successful as them. I'll hopefully hopefully have a great, you know, marriage like they do, things like that. So those are definitely inspirations that I look at right there. As far as like famous people that have been inspiration besides Joe Rogan, um, my favorite author of all time is Mark Twain. And I have always just been kind of inspired by his work, his quotes, things like that. He's just, he's really witty. He's really smart. He's one of those people that definitely when he says something, like he thought it through and it's just, it hits the nail on the head. So that's another inspiration for sure. 
it sounds like we both have the exact same parents. They're very encouraging. Like my parents didn't understand what podcasting was at first, but they're like, hey, go for Mm -hmm. it. Take a chance. Do what you need to do. If you fail, learn from it. Now, I don't know if you have the same problem as me. I want to get my parents on the show, but they're not interested. Have you approached your parents to try to get them on the show? You know, if I were to ask my parents, have you ever listened to a podcast before? They would probably be like, what's a podcast? Exactly. So so I would love to have them on the show, but you know, I just, I feel like that's something that would just kind of go right over their head and they have other interests and they would just much rather probably pursue that. And if they're like, Hey, if you're having fun with doing a podcast and it's not hurting anybody, keep doing that. I'd be like, great. Uh, has podcasting ever stressed you out? And if so, what do you do to relax? I mean, there's been a few times where it's stressed me out as far as like, we've done an episode or two where there was, you know, we talked about something that was pretty prevalent in the media at that point, And I wanted to get it done faster or as far as like get it released faster than I felt like I had the time for, because I didn't want it to be like, oh, we released this podcast talking about this. And that happened a month ago versus like, yeah, it happened just a couple days ago. So there's been a few times where I felt a little stressed out, like, oh, I need to get this out. So that way it's, you know, prevalent to what's actually going on in society right now. But I mean, that's probably been the most stressful it's ever gotten as far as, you know, talking and working with Jerry. It's been, it's been a breeze working with Willie and Kelly. It's also been a breeze. So I've really never had any issues with them. But as far as relaxing, um, what I like to do, I'm a big video gamer, love to play video games. Uh, like I said, I'm also an avid outdoorsman. So I'll go hiking, I'll go camping, uh, I'll take my dog for a nice long walk, something like that, or just, you know, throw on some Netflix and watch some movies. So you have multiple outsource to just de-stress, which is fantastic. I'm also a gamer. I also like going for outdoor activities. So we're pretty much in the same boat. If people didn't know, we're probably the same person doing two podcasts. (laughs) Sounds like it, right? Yeah. Uh, What was your biggest challenge when you first started podcasting? I know you kind of answered that before, but maybe it's different from like, I want to say you answered that before the stressful part was probably maybe one of the biggest challenge, but maybe you had something different, right? Yeah. I mean, the biggest hill to overcome when it came to starting this podcast was just doing all the research and trying to find the things that were, that were going to work best for us and trying to find different platforms and, you know, things like that, that would work well with what we wanted to do. Just doing that research and trying to find different things. It's kind of overwhelming because there are so many different options out there for different things you're looking at. And then you'll start reading reviews like, okay, uh, let's see if this is what's going to work for us. And you start reading the review and you're like, nope, that's not what we're looking for. And you start with another one and you just kind of feel like you're just going through list after list after list, trying to find the right thing that's going to work for you until you actually find something that you're like, yes, this is exactly what I'm looking for. That was an obstacle to overcome definitely when we first started doing our podcast and then uh, trying to find the right equipment after we found the different things that were going to work for us as well was kind of a little tricky too. But once we finally got the ball rolling with all that, it was it started to get a lot smoother and just became pretty simple. And we're like, okay, we know exactly what we're doing from here on out. So, so it sounds like you don't have any challenges right now, but I have to ask anyways, do you have any challenges currently? The biggest challenge that we are having right now is just trying to get back on track with, you know, after Jerry's move, starting that new job, me getting back from vacations, um, our holiday schedules, things like that. So that's the challenge we're having right now is just to get back onto that track of doing episodes bi-weekly and then making sure that we put that time aside to do our editing and to put a schedule together and, of course, make sure that we get a recording going as well. That makes sense. Now, do you have any pet peeves with the whole podcasting, let's say community or things you see online or anything like that? 
as far as like pet peeves, there's been one or two episodes of different, just different episodes that I've listened to, and I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus, but where I feel like they have a very closed mind. And one thing that we try to stress on our podcast is to have an open mind. Like one thing that we say is we are by no means experts on anything that we're talking about. We are just, you know, forming opinions and this is opinions based on things that we've researched. These are, you know, things that we've seen online or books that we've read, things like that. But if somebody, you know, has a completely different point of view and they're willing to come on and try to change your mind, we'll listen. And there's just been a few episodes of different podcasts that I've listened to before where people weren't willing to essentially budge or admit that they might be wrong. So that's kind of a bit of a pet peeve when when somebody's so closed-minded that they're not willing to, like I said, listen to both sides of an argument. I, I can see that being a very, unless it's a debate kind of podcast, then mm-hmm. <laughs> if it's a debate, then yeah, it makes sense. You want to stand on your point. But other than that, it should be free flow, like your podcast and my podcast and other podcasts similar to ours. We're like Joe Rogan. It just makes it more yeah. smooth and more natural. And makes it a lot more fun to listen to as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And then at the same time, it builds a relationship between the guests and the host. So it actually makes the conversation better. Yes. Agreed. 100%. What are some misconceptions about podcasters, if you know of any? <laughs> so when I first started doing the podcast and I was telling my friends about it, they you know, were like, so what are you just going to sit in your room now all the time and just play on your computer and you know, just kind of become a hermit? It's like, no, quite the opposite, actually. I'm still going to go out there and start talking to people probably more than I ever did before. I'm going to try and put myself out there more than I ever was before, like talking to strangers or reaching out to other podcasters like yourself to try and just expand my community. So I think that was a bit of a misconception right there. People just thought I was going to turn into a little bit more of a hermit and just kind of, like I said, hang out in my room and play on my computer all day and browse the internet, browse Reddit and Imgur and all those different sites. I'm like, nope, nope, that's definitely not what it podcaster is going to be right there. I'm I'm going to be talking to everybody. So making new friends. Yeah. And exactly. Making new friends. Yeah. I got that too. Like, like once again, I told that my parents, I told my parents that I was a, I was going to do a podcast and they were baffled. Like, what is that? I said, like, it's like offline radio, you know, Netflix, but for audio, (laughs) you can watch it or listen to it at any time you want. I still have to help my mom whenever she has any technical issues as well. She's like, I can't get the the DVD to work. And I'm like, okay, well, first off, it's a Blu-ray, mom. But, you know, What's a Blu-ray? Exactly. But we love our parents. They're supportive. So we, we got to be there for them when they need help too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what is your ultimate goal with your podcast? So the ultimate goal with the podcast, I think, is to just get people to start having a conversation. And what I mean by that is, like I said earlier, I think a conversation is a lost art amongst people. And, you know, people nowadays just kind of, you know, they'll text each other, they'll email each other, but they don't actually have a conversation. Even a conversation like what you and I are having right now, I think is much better than just like a text conversation or something like that, because you can actually have a good conversation. And, you know, I think a lot of problems that people have would be solved by just having conversations. And that's what I love about our podcast. A few years ago, when Jerry and I first started, you know, becoming friends, things like that, we sat down one day, we actually went to Vegas for my 30th birthday. And then um, the next morning after a night of debauchery, we kind of sat down at the breakfast table and we had a big old thing of breakfast and we just started talking and three hours went by and we had just a really great conversation. And I really enjoyed that. And then, you know, fast forward about a year and a similar thing happened. You know, we were at a barbecue and we had just a really great conversation and it just like it was really enjoyable a lot of fun and that's kind of why i asked jerry like hey do you want to do this podcast with me because when we do have conversations they're really great conversations and i really enjoy it 
And I've learned just so much by having a conversation with somebody. So my hope with my podcast is to encourage people to go out there and just start having those conversations with people. Whether you agree or disagree with what they're saying, you're going to walk away learning something. You're going to become better at one thing or another. Like I said, just talking to a person, it's a skill and you're going to become better at it by talking with them and having that conversation. And hopefully, like I said, you're going to learn things along the way by doing that. So that's what my hope is. It's just to encourage people to start having conversations and then to uh, essentially teach somebody something. Like if I can teach you something that you never knew or, you know, change your opinion on something that you, you know, you've been thinking was either wrong or you change my opinion on something that you think I, that I think, excuse me, is right. And that you think is the wrong idea, if that makes sense. I'm more than happy to have these conversations and just, like I said, to change minds or to enlighten somebody or basically just to have those conversations with people. You do, you have a very pure objective and I love that. It's not, you're not trying to become a millionaire. You just want to open the mind for people and actually let them learn new things and be aware of their surrounding and also be aware of themselves saying, you know what? I don't need to be stubborn. I can just be open-minded, still believe what I believe, but also be open-minded to other thoughts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's been a lot of fun doing that. Uh, speaking about the conversation aspect, like I, I've always loved talking. I used to be a tour guide. So talking is in my blood, I guess, or in my habits. <laughs> but I remember back in the days, I used to drive my friends home. And every time I pull mm -hmm. up to their house, about to drop them off, we would sit in the car and just talk for two hours about everything and nothing, just randomness. And then it's like already 2 a.m. We're like, oh, you should probably go to bed. And they're like, yeah. Right. And see, and it's great because you just learn so much about that person too, which is awesome. And I actually enjoy like the one-on-one -on -one conversations because in a group, it's great. Everybody's socializing. But when you get one-on-one, -on -one, you can get extremely close and understand each other on a more personal level. Yeah. And then you can really dive into things too, which is nice. Yes, I completely agree. And it's things that you open up to people and you're more comfortable. Now, do you have any word of advice for anyone who might be interested in becoming a podcaster? Uh, yeah, do it. It's... It's worth doing it. It's fun. You, like I said, you learn a lot. It doesn't matter if, you know, somebody out there has a similar idea to what you do. You can still make it your own. Um, you can just go out there and you can have fun. So, I mean, I would just encourage anybody that's interested in doing a podcast to just, yeah, get out there and do it. I mean, don't hold back. It took me like three years before I was finally like, yes, I'm finally going to pull the trigger and, and do this podcast. But I'm glad I did. And I wish I did it a couple of years ago because, you know, I'd probably be a lot better at it by now. But, I would just encourage anybody that if they thought about doing a podcast, yeah, just get out there and do it. I mean, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And don't be scared of other people's opinions because everybody will have an opinion about your pod, not like I said, your podcast, but any podcast you make, people will have opinions about it. Oh, the sound's too low. The sound's too high. I don't like this. I don't like that. I've seen actual comments on the internet on Reddit, people saying, I don't like their voice, but the podcaster can't necessarily change their voice. Right. They're kind of stuck with it. Yeah. And that's back to the closed-minded aspect of some listeners. I'm not saying all listeners mm -hmm. are bad. We love you guys. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So once again, don't worry. Do it. If you love doing it, just do it. Don't worry too much about what other people say. Just make sure you take the cr constructive criticism from people you care about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like I said, just do it for you. Don't do it for anybody else. Do you have any websites or links you'd like to share? I know you have your podcast, um, but just drop them all down right now. And then I'll also add them in the description. Yeah, absolutely. The Owl Podcast.fireside.fm. And that's F as in Frank, M as in Mary. Uh, that's our website. It does have all of our episodes on there and it does have little, you know, bios about me, Jerry, our podcast, things like that. 
it also does have links to our social media on there too. Our social media is right now we just have Twitter. It's owl underscore podcast. Jerry runs that right now. And typically any posts or things like that that you see on there, uh, he's done just because he's a lot more active on social media than I am. But those are the only things that we have up and running right now. Oh, we do also have an email, uh, the owl podcast at gmail.com. And we always encourage our listeners to shoot us an email. Uh, we do have a couple of listeners coming up on one of our episodes. I don't know if we're going to have them on this month or most likely next month. But it's a couple of brothers that uh, listen to our show and they wrote me and they're like, hey, I really liked this episode. This is some things I think you missed on. And, you know, I would just love to talk to you about that. And I was like, absolutely. Come on. Well, we'll we'll definitely uh, we'll talk about it. So we definitely try to respond to our listeners via email. So feel free to reach out to us. There's a chance we'll have you on our show, too. And that's how we got in contact. You, you reached out to me and then yeah, exactly. here you are today. And I'm apparently going to be on your show as well. So, yeah, just sharing the love. Yeah, exactly. We're excited to have you on, too. I'm nervous. It's going to be the first time I'm on, I'm on somebody else's podcast. So, Well, this was the first time I was on somebody else's podcast, so I feel your nerves. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so I'll put all that information in the description below, the show notes. So all of it. So if you, the listeners, are interested, you can look it up there. Even the website to create a podcast, the hosting site, everything. Now, do you have any questions for me about podcasting? This is actually something I could answer this time because I tend to do this on every show and sometimes I don't have the best answer, but this one I feel prepared. Yeah. Um, so one of the biggest hurdles that we've come across with podcasting is like getting the music actually onto Audacity is something that we are just having a lot of trouble with. So, I mean, is that something that you kind of had trouble with or is that a pretty easy thing for you to figure out? How did how did you get around that? Because I, I love your intro. It makes me feel like I'm in like a jazz bar or something. Oh, so you're talking about not actually physically putting it in, but you're talking about having music for it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because we have a couple people that have emailed us like, oh, hey, here's some different little ditties that we put together for you. And, and they're really good. We just are having a heck of a time trying to get them to actually like be that opening intro song onto our podcast. Well, the thing before I started this podcast, I was actually producing music. So I produced that instrumental, but uh, you know what? I can make you one if you'd like. I mean, yeah, absolutely. If you, if you're inclined to. Yeah, by all means, I love to help out other podcasters, but yeah, I just started doing lo-fi and I'm like, you know what? I might as well throw it into my podcast. I won't have to worry about copyright or anything like that because it's my own creation, no sampling and all that. Okay. Yeah, that'd be awesome. But would you like something similar to that? Like the jazzy lo-fi kind of style? You know, whatever you're feeling, because I liked what you did that, you know, like I said, it's kind of was fun. Felt like I was at like a jazz bar. But if you feel like you got something that, you know, just an ace up your sleeve that you're really happy about, I'm happy to hear that too. Okay, perfect. There you go. So yeah, I will definitely do that uh, because helping, sharing is caring, right? Exactly. So yeah, there you have it. Another body with a hobby. Thank you, Jameson, for coming on the show and sharing your ho your hobby about podcasting and being a podcaster. Uh, so we're sharing the love again. And if you'd like to learn more about him, all the information will be in the description below. And if you'd like to be on my show or have any questions at all, you could send me an email at timeforyourhobby at gmail.com. Uh, so until the next episode, make some time for your hobby. Take care. <laughs>